Hello, and welcome to The Tish. I'm Dina Weiss. There is a really touching and beautiful, but slightly challenging and bizarre teaching of the Zohar, which draws a correspondence between the letters of the Torah and the souls of the Jewish people. Just as there are 600,000 letters of the Torah, there are 600,000 unique Jewish souls, and each person is connected to a specific letter of the Torah. And in that way, what the Torah is, is really the composite nature of the Jewish people as a collective and as individuals. The Morinayim connects this idea that each person is connected to a letter of the Torah to one of the laws of writing a Torah. When you write a Torah, if there is a single letter that is missing, even if the meaning of the text is not at all affected, the Torah scroll is invalidated in its entirety. Every single letter of the Torah is essential. And if you leave one out, that invalidates the entire Torah. So the Morinayim extends this idea and says, well, if each person corresponds to a letter of the Torah, that means that each person is essential and if one person is missing, if one person has been erased or neglected or invalidated, then actually the entire project of the Jewish people, the entire project of the Torah is itself lost. You cannot have a Sefer Torah that does not have all of its letters. You cannot have a Jewish people that does not have all of its members. The Maori Naim's teaching is really a teaching about the essentialness of each individual person, just as you cannot disregard a letter without invalidating the scroll of the Torah, so too you can't invalidate a person or dismiss a person without rupturing the entire fabric of the Jewish people. Nobody is disposable. Nobody is ignorable, no matter how they may seem to you. They may not seem that important or that essential to you, but the Morinayim says, fundamentally, they are. Though this idea is beautiful, it's also somewhat difficult to realize. There are many people in our lives who are easy to see as a letter of the Torah, and there are people in our lives to whom the notion that they are essential and beautiful and part of the Torah is a little bit harder to imagine. And so the Morinayim says, in order to adopt this approach, we have to really understand what it means to embody the principle of v'ahavta l'reacha kamocha, to love your neighbor as yourself. And he says the as yourself here is the most important part. Just as we love ourselves non-negotiably, even though we know that we have shortcomings and we know that there are reasons why we might be invalidated, so too we need to extend the same charity to other people and we have to treat them with the same laxness, with the same forgiving attitude that we extend to ourselves. When we make a mistake, we don't think that we ourselves are done 
And so too, when someone else makes a mistake, when someone else displays an attribute that we find to be contemptible, we still have to love them. We still have to accept them as they are. However, the Morinayim's description of how things are does not really resonate as true to me. I don't think it's true for most people that they love themselves unconditionally and forgive themselves no matter what they do. I think often the opposite is the case. I evaluate myself much more harshly than I would evaluate someone else. Someone else, you know, makes that mistake, I think, oh, that person made a mistake. When I make that mistake, I think, ugh, I'm a terrible person. How could anybody love me? How could anybody forgive me? And so I think that for me, the challenge is actually to apply the inverse of what the Moray Naim said, right? Not because I love myself, therefore I forgive myself, and therefore I forgive other people, but because I love other people and because I forgive them and I'm able to see them as valid and contributing people, even when they are being less than their ideal selves, I also have to see myself as being valid and contributing, even when I fail by my standards or the standards of another. And being able to think of ourselves as being really critical components of the Torah, that if we were not there, if we were not who we are, the Torah itself would be invalid, should inspire us to read ourselves charitably and to understand that we have a unique contribution that no one else can make. If we were not there, the Torah would not be there. And therefore, it's so important for us to show up and to be ourselves and to contribute. What we need to do is advocate to ourselves, for ourselves, and remind ourselves of how important we are, how essential we are, and how non-negotiable our presence is. And sometimes it's hard to think of ourselves as really belonging. And it's hard to forgive ourselves, but the mirror of demands just that. And when we're having difficulty validating ourselves and valuing ourselves, perhaps it's important to go back to the more Naim's original teaching and understand that we can't value other people and assure them their place in the Torah if we don't value ourselves and see ourselves as belonging in that Torah. This episode was produced by Sam Greenberg, Effie Unterman, and Jeremy Tabak. Thank you to David Chabinski for recording and editing this episode. Music for the Tish is from Hannah Raskin's debut album, Raza Capella, produced by Rising Song Records. Mm-hmm.